pleasure to welcome all of you to beautiful city of Durban uh, in what is called Etiquini, the metro. You'll all recall Etiquini from the 2013 declaration. The BRICS declaration of 2013 was called the Etiquini declaration. Uh, it's a metro. Etiquini is a Zulu term uh, meaning place of the lagoon which relates to Durban. Durban is actually a term that's derived from uh, the English when they were here in South Africa. The governor of Cape Colony, uh, Sir Durban, the Urbanville, said Durban. in 1935, he gave his name to the city. Uh, so it's named after him, and we've kept the name uh, Durban. The province of KwaZulu-Natal, in which we are, is the second most populous province uh, after Gauteng, with about 11 and a half million people. In Durban, Greater Tequini, we have about three and a half million people. It's one of the most diverse in terms of demographics in South Africa. You have uh, a very nice mix of cultures and of races and of cuisines. Uh, in, in the province was known as Natal during the period of the apartheid regime, again linkages with our colonial past and also with Brazil. The Portuguese uh, explorer Vasco da Gama arrived in South Africa in 1497 and arrived in Durban on Christmas Day. And that's why he called it Natal, which I believe means Christmas in Portuguese. So it was known as Natal and when we became a democracy it went back to its ethnic name, KwaZulu. Uh, again, also derived from Zulu term. This municipality we're meeting in, Umshlanga. Uh, Umshlanga mean again from Zulu meaning reeds. Uh, I think at one time there were a lot of reeds here uh, when it was not so populated. So that's the uh, history behind the city we meet in, my hometown, and I think. Uh, the place where I grew up and was educated and started my academic career before I was uh, called to Pretoria for duty. Uh, but Devon is still home, and I'm very pleased to have all of you in this beautiful city. It's, we have uh, the largest concentration of Indian South African in this part uh, of, of the country. The Indian community makes up about 2.5%, about 1.6 million people of South Africa's 60 million people. We came here as indentured laborers from 1860 to 1910. My great-grandfather came here to cut the sugar cane. Hopefully he worked hard, and I'm not cutting cane today. <laughs> uh, so I'm third generation uh, of Indian settlers in South Africa. We have about 400,000 Chinese uh, origin in South Africa. Uh, about one third of them live in this province. Uh, a very strong European settlement, diverse group of Europeans that started settling in South Africa from what we call the 1820 settlers. But of course, before that, uh, we had the, the Dutch settlers that came here from the Netherlands and from Flanders in Belgium. Uh, 
ancestors of, of uh, the French. Su our uh, French, <laughs> also the French Huguenots <laughs> that came here. So South Africa is a very diverse, uh, perhaps it is the most diverse in terms of, of uh, cultures, ethnicity in the African continent. And that's why President Mandela called it the rainbow nation uh, when we became a democracy because of the diversity of the country. Uh, perfect timing, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, colleagues, uh, for making time to, to be here for the Sherpa meeting. I know all of us have very uh, hectic schedules. And just a month ago, we were in Cape Town. But we were directed by our ministers to convene uh, as soon as possible to finalize our report on expansion uh, so that ministers could have a discussion. And they are scheduled to meet tentatively on the 20th of April, I mean July, virtually, uh, to consider our report and for them to make recommendations on expansion to our leaders uh, when we have the summit in Santon in Johannesburg on the 23rd and 24th uh, of, of August. Uh, we will give you more details on preparations for the summit before close of business tomorrow. Now, in terms of the way we'll organize ourselves, we will divide our work into two sectors. I want us to first concentrate on trying to get agreement on guiding principles, standards, and criteria for expansion. And the second part, to look at expansion itself, uh, how we define expansion and what type of expansion we can get agreement on and look at all aspects of expansion. So if we agree to that approach, I would suggest we try and work off the text that we have circulated to you and we have subsequently revised with your inputs. And we did circulate it over the weekend, but perhaps you didn't have time to, to look at it because many of you would have started uh, on your travel to, to South Africa. But we will work off that text uh, so that we have a focused approach. Uh, we know that this is a very focused meeting just on expansion. And I think there's an expectation from our principals that at the conclusion of our meeting, we are able to make some firm recommendations, hopefully arrived at through consensus for their consideration. The verbal report that I provided to the foreign ministers in Cape Town based on the work that we had undertaken uh, was, I wouldn't say well received, was noted, but sent back to us to say go and finish your work. So that's our responsibility. We need to finish what has been assigned to us. And I'm confident that over the next two days, we'll be able to find consensus on all of the issues uh, before discussion has been the tradition when we do get together to discuss issues. I fully understand that this is a sensitive issue. Uh, we need to be mindful of and respect the position of each one of us and try and be as flexible and accommodating as possible in trying to find consensus on the issues before us. Thank you, Professor. Thank you for your hospitality.
I think uh, in addition to what you mentioned about this place, uh, I guess 20 years ago there was a, a very important conference here uh, against racism, racial discrimination, and xenophobia. Yes, and my father was, I think, head of the delegation here at the time. So I heard about, yes, so I heard about uh, this place uh, for many years, and it's, I'm very, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, I, 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 I think I greet also the other Sherpas, my friends, and uh, Sherpas, and, and uh, I think we're in good hands under your chairmanship. Uh, as you know, uh, we, in our previous discussions, we were dealing with three aspects of BRICS institutional development. We had uh, consolidation of cooperation mechanisms, engagement with third countries and international organizations, and the possible expansion of the membership framework. And this is a meeting that will focus only on the third issue. We understand that, but we believe that we cannot lose sight of the other two which are equally important and interrelated. Uh, uh, we understand that uh, despite efforts that we've made, no consensus has been achieved on those three issues. So that's, that's the reality. Uh, we had, uh, it's clear that each and one of our countries has a different conception of how our cooperation should proceed. Uh, and how should we structure or even call our engagement with third countries and an international organization, and how and if we should expand BRICS membership. So this is something that should be, uh, should bear in mind. For us, for Brazil, the priority is preserving BRICS identity and cohesion and efficiency. Uh, I don't know if we should go or if I should go further on uh, on commenting what is our general approach because maybe we can do it for further. We can, can come to the details okay. in the discussion. So yes. basically that's the main thrust, but I'm, uh, we're ready to engage and to work constructively under your wise uh, leadership. Thank you. Thank you, Eduardo. I only become wise because of you. Uh, <laughs> Sergey, thank you, Sergey. Damo? Thank you very much. Good morning to all, and thank you very much, Anil, and to your team for this uh, warm hospitality extended to me and my delegation. Uh, I think you are, every time we come to South Africa, raising the benchmarks, and it's looked even better than Cape Town here. What a wonderful setting, your hometown, and the, the venue is facing the sea, the, what is it, Indo-Atlantic. We are embarking on a new understanding of this geopolitical dimensions of a uh, relationship. But first of all, um, and as Eduardo says, you know, the way South Africa is hosting these events is attracting a lot of countries to join BRICS. Perhaps this is the reason why many, many countries have lined up to become the BRICS. <laughs> so, but there are many shades to your entertainment. I must say that yesterday we had a fantastic time. We started Sergei's birthday celebrations, which is a week long, <laughs> I think. <laughs> so, well, thank you for that. And also thank you for the overview you've given uh, on Durban. Uh, 
this is my first visit, and it's such a beautiful place. Um, I think uh, today's, these two days meetings are extremely important, and we recognize that. Uh, also, this is uh, coming from our own leaders, the foreign minister's guidance as to how we uh, come to understanding on the expansion issue. We have to recognize that the world is dynamically changing. There's no doubt about that. Ten years ago, what BRICS was is different to today. And even geopolitically, so many challenges that are taking place. So it's obviously good reason that a dynamically evolving BRICS will seek uh, partnerships in uh, either in a permanent uh, manner or as a partnership manner. But I think that needs to be uh, discussed uh, in, in these next two days. I think what is more important, India, we have contributed to a set of criteria and guidelines. Uh, I think we will go by uh, how you want to take them forward in terms of generating discussion on each one of them. And of course, the spirit of BRICS is that we should have consensus on every one of them. And what more, you are under your leadership. We are confident that by by end of tomorrow, we should be able to find some kind of uh, uh, <coughs> consistency on each one of them so that we report back to foreign ministers. Um, I am also reminded by my colleagues that, you know, 21st June was International Yoga Day. Uh, and uh, so we would like to emphasize again the importance of yoga in our life. It's not a religion. It's a way of life. It's a philosophy. And uh, after, when you do intense negotiations, you need to have some spirituality to go back and find some semblance. So you have some document to distribute it, so he will do, Pirish uh, will do it at the end of it. But thank you very much. Uh, looking forward to our constructive contribution to this two-day deliberation. We'll indulge in yoga over the next two days. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you, Damo. Uh, Lee? Uh, thank you very much. Um, I'd like to uh, express appreciation to South Africa for organizing this very important uh, meeting. Also, thank Anil for bringing us uh, to this very beautiful place, your hometown. The organization of this uh, meeting uh, shows the uh, seriousness and the devotion of our presidency to this very important uh, issue, the membership uh, expansion. This is important because uh, we do face the, uh, the task to finish our job, to respond, and hand over our reports to our foreign ministers and the, the leaders as well. It's important to uh, talk about this issue and to make progress because the, uh, the situation uh, at this moment uh, has changed dramatically vis-a-vis uh, uh, 10 years ago when I attended the Durban meeting, uh, first time here uh, in, this, in this place, the geopolitical uh, um, situation, the world economic situation has changed dramatically. So we do need a more balanced uh, approach in, in the world. And then the, um, the uh, high uh, call from developing countries to be our partners uh, in this uh, vehicle. There is, a, according to our presidency's uh, statistics, more than, more than 20 are there to knock the door, so we need to respond to them. And then, of course, this is also the request for our own institutional development, the BRICS uh, development as well. So uh, this is a high time and important time for us to uh, talk about this very important issue. 
South Africa has laid a very good uh, foundation, the proposal, and uh, we have already put our input uh, to this proposal, and uh, we will uh, very constructively and responsibly uh, contribute and participate in the discussion uh, today and tomorrow. I'd like to echo uh, maybe Sergei's um, word of a political will. This is very important. This is a political decision. So we need to demonstrate our political will uh, for this whole process. So uh, thank you very much again for this. We will have a high expectation for these discussions today and tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, colleagues, for your very positive statements. And I think we can immediately get down to business, working off the text that uh, we have before us.